Money FM 89.3, the best of your money. Money and me on your money, only on Money FM 89.3. Hey, this week, the world celebrates Global Money Week. You know, here on Your Money, we talk every day about developing sound financial habits. We hear from C-suite leaders, money managers, and last week, we even had the Irish ambassador to Singapore on air right here to share the first good money habit that she learned. Uh, she talked about learning to save and how her mother played a pivotal role in that. Today, meet Michael Gilmore, a fund manager who's worked in finance for over 25 years. He's on a mission to fight weak financial literacy all over the world in this um, ecosystem of financial complexity. So without further ado, let's welcome Michael Gilmore, founder of the Money Awareness and Inclusion Awards. Good morning, Michael. How are you doing? Good morning, Michelle. Good to, good to meet you. Doing very well. Thank you very much. That's great. How are you marking Global Money Week? Well, I started out yesterday. Uh, I actually, it was nice hearing your, the warning just before about the causeway because uh, I was on it yesterday coming back in. because so I was up in Malaysia at a, at a conference for their National Financial Wellbeing Summit. Uh, so that was how I kicked it off. But what we do at the Myers, the Money Awareness and Inclusion Awards, is we keep our awards season open to the end of Global Money Week. Because what we hope is that people see something out there that they like and they tell them and get them nominated. And we did last year, which was our first ever one. We got a big rush of entries in after Global Money Week. So I think people do pay it a bit more attention and they do look at projects and they, they see them. And yeah, we saw a bit of that last year. Fantastic. We're going to talk about the entries and what you're expecting this year in just a bit, Michael. First up, do you think there is an urgency to understand money given today's financial climate? Oh, totally. I mean, finance is only getting harder. I mean, it's only going to get more complicated. It's going to get quicker. It, it's going to come at you faster. The crises are coming faster and faster. One of the things we believe wholeheartedly is we've got an opportunity every time we can to talk to people about money to avoid the next generation going into another crisis thinking, why didn't anyone teach me about this? That's what we have to avoid is we have to make sure that people go into a crisis knowing that they happen. Because it's not, this is not going to be the last one. There will be more of these. This is what happens. And unfortunately, a lot of people think, well, why wasn't this avoided? Well, you know, that's not the way it works. Markets are markets. They go through these times. And you need to be built and prepared and be ready for them. Uh, and we can teach people to do that. And people around the world are teaching, but we need to spread those ideas. So congratulations, the Mayas. In case you just joined us, we're talking about the Money Awareness Inclusion Awards. And Michael Gilmore is the founder of the Mayas. They're now in their second year. Uh, you released a white paper recently called We Can't Afford It, which says money can be both simple and complicated, but no one learns how to use it without being taught about money. Uh, and you say in that paper, leaving the financial untaught to yet another generation exposes people to the problems that we have seen in every downturn. So let me ask you, given where we are, how do you think we're doing all over the world in terms of making an impact? Not enough. Really not enough. I, you know, even if I look at um, you know, the official statistics, Singapore does very well. So Singapore uh, ranks among some of the top countries in the world on financial literacy, which scores around 60% of the population being qualified as financially literate. But if you look at those questions, they're very basic. Mm. This is not someone who really you know, doesn't test them on their ability to create a portfolio that will see them through the next crisis. It's really just, do you understand that there's a thing called inflation and do you understand that there's a thing called interest rates? That's pretty much all the questions are asking. So it's very, very basic level. We need to move this on. Money isn't 
that hard a subject. What's hard is actually teaching it to people what, because people are all different. And that's where we need to make more progress in schools. So we teach it to people when they're younger. So they really get a strong grasp of the fundamentals. But, you know, we need to teach it all over. And, and that's really what the Myers aims to do and, and to look at and really reward praise, encourage the people who are doing it well. That's the goal with this, is to find the people doing it well so we can spread their ideas and give them a bit of encouragement to do better in, in, in the future and go further. Well, let's do that. Let's talk about some of last year's winners. Who stood out for you? Uh, what were some of the biggest takeaways from last year's winners, do you think, that other influences, other people doing this great work can get some inspiration from? Well, I, one of my favorites was a runners-up. Uh, one of the runners-up was... Uh, there's a lady called Karen in Chicago, mm-hmm. uh, Karen Holland. Sorry, not in Chicago. She's in uh, Toronto. She'll be very angry if, she, if I said that. She's in Toronto. And she, the reason I said Chicago, she came runner-up to the University of Chicago. Now, Karen is a teacher's assistant all on her own. And she came runner-up to the University of Chicago in, in her category. Mm-hmm. Now, why I think she came runner-up, uh, you know, she did so well, was because she developed a, a project called Does It Make Sense? The project's called Gifting Sense. But essentially what she'd noticed when she was trying to teach kids about money is you try and teach them a curriculum and you struggle because everyone's going at different speeds and everyone wants to know something different. And you can't load in that much information. And what she did was she found a teachable moment of when people are about to buy something, pause and ask yourself a question. And if you can teach a kid to ask themselves one question, you can ask them to teach, you can teach them to ask two or three questions. And that can go from, does this make sense for me? Is this what I want to spend my money on? All the way to, is this good for the environment? Should I be doing this with my money? And that little pause, is she can get into kids' minds and they can have that for the rest of their lives. So I thought that was one of the, the most fascinating ideas. Just brilliant. And, How yeah, does she do right? that? She, I mean, does she train them to think through these questions or is there an app that pops up that you can log on to when you're about to buy something that, that you, hammers you with these questions? So it's, it's a web app. Anyone can go there it's gifting sense uh, s-e-n-s-e dot org and you, anyone can get in touch with karen she's completely open access she wants everyone to see it wow. you can put your kids onto it it's all really really straightforward but it's just that little moment so she also i've spoken to her since she took that encouragement of becoming runner-up because no one had ever given her an award before and she took the her project to y combinator she took it to incubators she's talking to lots more people because she got the encouragement from doing this and that's where we see the myers having one of its roles is just like you, you know no one's talking to you you know no one's saying you're doing a good job get out there get out there and talk to to more people uh, and that's what we hope we can do the other thing i thought we we achieved last year is part of building this ecosystem so one of our judges and one of our main judges last year was patrick jenkins who's the deputy editor of the financial times and afterwards he came to me and he said you know this we, we gave an award to a group in peru for teaching teachers about their own money not teaching them how to teach the kids money, but teaching them about their own money. Because what everyone has found all over the world is that teachers want to do this, but they're nervous about their own finances, so they don't feel confident. And the nature of teachers is they teach things they're good at. Chemistry teachers teach chemistry, right? Sports teachers teach sports. But a lot of teachers have problems with their own money. So if you teach them first about their own money, how to handle their credit card, how to handle their debt, how to start savings, they go back to class and they start sharing it with the students informally. And that's done in Peru. And Patrick Jenkins said his own charity, the Financial Times' own charity in the UK, is looking at that and thinking about spreading that across what, what they're working on. So that's the other thing that we hope we're doing in the Myers is just showing ideas all around the world. So giving encouragement some places, but also showing people there are solutions to the problem you currently have. And, you know, you can look wider and hopefully we can give people those solutions. 
Oh, fantastic to hear about the networks, the network effect as well that the awards is allowing for. Yesterday, we talked to Lacey Filipich from Australia. Okay. Money School, she won last year, right? Yeah, she was the best author for us last year. Absolutely. She's, she's doing great work. Uh, you know, she's, she didn't need that much encouragement from us. She's pretty, she's out there all the time anyway. But no, it was, she said it felt so good to just say, okay, this is her community. She loves seeing that there are people out, and she's going to be one of our judges this year. So she's coming on board as a judge to look at people because she knows what's involved in doing this. So it's really valuable for us to bring in a few of our winners from last year to judge this year's contestants. So a tremendous range. There are projects from Peru, uh, Lacey from Australia with a terrific book called Money School, by the way. Help us understand the different categories and who can get involved. So everyone can get involved. We've done this uh, one of our, you know, we don't use the tagline very often, but one of our taglines is everyone is invited. We're not going to have a solution for this until we find, every, get everyone in. So one of the ways that the first thing you'll see if you decide to enter is the first drop down menu is who are you? Are you an individual? Are you representing an organization? Is that organization for profit or nonprofit? We think that's everyone. Everyone can now get involved. There's something in there for everyone in every kind of project. So that's who, that's who we want. But even, we've even got some special categories um, that stand outside that. So one of them this year, the, one of the newer ones, is the category for closing the gender gap. So anyone working on projects just with women, specializing in talking to women about, uh, about money, that's one of our special category prizes this year. But also we've got huge news. We've got a, a knowledge partner. Our first knowledge partner uh, is this year, which is the Simki Boon Institute from SMU. Uh, Singapore's own SMU is, is joining us as a knowledge partner. And they are going to be the, we've named the, the prize for sustainable financial literacy uh, after the Simki Boon Institute. So uh, that's a very important category for us because, again, another special category, well, everyone entering that one. Because if we look at, if we go back five, six years, there was so much hype about green funds. Oh, yeah. And now what you see is backlash against green funds, Absolutely. right? It's, it's just totally gone one to another. What that is always a signal of not enough education. If everyone's super excited about it and then everyone gets super annoyed about it, it means that people didn't know what it was to start with. And that's true. There's not very many people are financially literate, not many people are sustainability literate, and not many of those people cross over. And what we want to find is places that are teaching that, teaching people who really want to be green how to be financial, or people who are financial who really want to be green, and putting that bit together so more people know what they're talking about, more people know what to expect when they buy a green fund, and buy the right type of green fund that they really want. So, yeah, we're so happy SK, you know, SKBI, Simki Boone Institute, is our knowledge partner on that. That's very valuable for us to have that. Well, you are uh, one of and those. And so, yeah, that's a, a multi-year. No, yeah, no, go sorry. ahead, go ahead, go ahead, Michael. Well, yeah, so we're just happy they're coming in like for three years as a, as a knowledge partner with us and to, to really back us on, on doing this well. So super excited about that. Fabulous. So you're talking about people crossing over from the finance sector to, you know, doing a lot of what it is you're doing. So we have to ask you, why has the fund manager decided to turn the spotlight on financial literacy? I, I think it's because I work on it all the time. And so often I say, I mean, because I'm constantly learning. I mean, that's my daily job is to learn more and learn more and my team's job to learn more and learn more. And yet, if I look around the world every now and then, this, this was the case five, six years ago, you'd see people saying, oh, but financial literacy doesn't work. Really? And I think that's just insanely wrong. Who would say yeah, that? that? Why? You, Google that. Why would they say You're, that? I, because sometimes it's been done badly. And so when it's been done badly, you can see examples of an organ. There's, there's research in Australia that shows that the, some of the ways they've done it in Australia the last five, six years has been negative. 
so one of the ways it's done badly, for example, is just, just to try and teach it in a maths class. Or say it's, you know, they, not to teach it separately, just to do it in maths. And of course, numeracy is part of finance, but a very small part. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the research in Australia shown that if you just teach it in maths class, you, what you end up with is the kids who are bad at maths now think they're bad at money. Yeah. Uh, and the kids who are good at maths just try and pass the exam because that's what they do in maths. They just try and pass the exam and then they forget everything. And literally no one learns. Whereas if you have a special class in financial literacy, you can, or in money, you can just talk to the kids about the emotions that are involved. You can talk to them about the greed, the fear, the way they should build things. It's not about the maths. There's very, very little maths in it at all. So it shouldn't be taught there. And one of the things that happened was they said that they, when the classes have been put into financial literacy, it, it maths into financial literacy into maths. Then they studied and said, well, that's not working. So, well, financial literacy doesn't work. And as a, as a fund manager, that frustrated me because I know it works. The more I learn, I can't get worse at this. I have to keep learning and learning and learning all the time. So that's one of the things that brought me to this. There's many other things as well. But I, what I noticed when I worked on financial literacy was there was no ecosystem. There was no encouragement. There was no network of information sharing. And that's the other reason I got involved in this. I think it's so important to an industry to have that to you know like the oscars when when parasite won the oscars the world became much more interested in korean stuff than ever before as they should and that's where you know some great as movies they should, from right? korea yeah so what you're great doing movies. is you're sharing uh what's being done all over the world and there's great work being done it sounds like you're only in your second year but you've uncovered i don't know how many winners you had last year was it 50 so we had we had nine winners because we didn't, so although we had um, 12 categories, we don't give an award if it's not good enough. Mm-hmm. So with some categories that we didn't get any good enough entries. Really? So we had nine winners, eight runners up, and seven special categories where we thought they were doing good work. Mm-hmm. And we just wanted to, to flag it up, but the judges didn't give it a, a high enough award for a winner's, winner's award. But yeah, I mean, but they're from all over the world. They're from Dubai, from India, from Malaysia, from, from the UK, from the US, from Canada, Australia, New Zealand, everywhere in the world uh, had, you know, Unfortunately, not Singapore, which hopefully we can fix this year. We can get more entries in from Singapore yeah, yeah. because Some it would be great to see a Singaporean win. Honestly, I mean, we have yeah, them in definitely. our studio, really wonderful people um, trying very hard and from the bottom of their hearts to make a difference in financial literacy here. Uh, help us understand what potential participants, hopefully some of those Singaporeans put their hand up and sign up for the Money Awareness Awards, which is still taking in um, entries till the end of this week. Right, Michael? Is it end yeah, of this week? until next week. Next until week. next week. So we go through the Global Money Week, then we give people the weekend after Global Money Week to, to do the work. Is it entirely and free? Then, uh, yeah, sometime. Or do they have to pay to take part? So it's, it's entirely free for individuals and non-profits and for, for our special categories. For-profit companies do have to pay a small fee, but it doesn't even cover my admin costs. So, you know. But it's a small fee just to make sure we don't get overloaded with things at the last minute. Uh, there was a free period earlier on for them. But non-profits, individuals, special categories, all completely free. So you have a lot of hands on deck to help you out. Some wonderful judges. They're going to be looking through the entries. What are they going to be looking out for this year, Michael? So the key thing always is the community and accessibility. Because what we want to see, because what we know is money isn't very complicated. It's the same maths in every country in the world. That's not rocket science. We all know this. What's what's important is how how do you know who your customer is? How do you know who your student is? What work have you done on understanding them? And how are you making this information accessible to them? Are you telling them stories? Are you giving them examples from their lives? Are you, are you, are you asking them questions to get them involved? What's your accessibility mechanism? Because in the end, that's where we need the innovation. 
That's what is people understanding how to communicate this information. So that's one of the first things we look for. But also this year we put in a, a new question on, on people working specifically to, to close the gender gap as well. We put that in there as an extra question this year. Just people saying, okay, are you, are you just assuming men and women are the same? Or are you doing something different for women to ask them different questions, to get them involved in a different way? You know, not just painting your app pink, but really doing something that says, you know, you understand that these customers have different needs. So there's a, there's a few things that that's, but that's our main focus is that accessibility. Then we also like to know they're behaving responsibly. Responsibly, who you know? Do they make sure that their students don't go off immediately and buy crypto, or immediately go off and take part in a scam? And how do they educate them in that? Any special award for crypto or category related to crypto? We do. Really? There is a special category just oh, for crypto. Wow. Yes, because we've again, just like I said about sustainable finance. Yeah. Everyone was super bullish about it, and everyone were, or everyone was no. You know, you're either a hodler or a no coiner, right? Um, and and what we saw was that was the world. And that means there's no education because everyone's just extremely, that's emotion speaking. It's not education. And what we wanted to do is, okay, who's actually doing that work in the middle? Last year, we didn't find anyone doing the education part of it enough to, to give them an award. Really? But we did, find, we did give uh, an award, a special commendation to the global anti-scam organization, uh, Gasso, who was doing work on crypto scams. And they're an amazing organization that does scam, that is basically scam alerts in all kinds of different Places, but they had a specific work on on DeFi scams as well, which was good timing considering what happened not long after our award ceremony. They really had gone deep into into that side of things. This year, we're hoping to see all kinds, but it's, it's still another special category is in the crypto. You you've awarded a huge range of individuals, right, from these wonderful, incredible organizations to twelve year olds, teenagers. Um, yeah. Right. Can you talk a little bit about the inspiring young award winners? Yeah, so Rishi, Rishi is, I think he's now 14, but he started out doing, making videos on YouTube when he was nine or 10 years old. Uh, and just, I, and, and he's, I think he's just got this fascination with learning about money and finance himself. And he, he's got that, and he understands that didactic approach that, you know, the way to do this is if you want to really learn, you need to teach. Because if you can explain it, you know it. And so he makes these videos about things he's interested in. And I just think it's a, you know, and he's trying to reach out and put things in a way that other 12-year-olds will find interesting, find fun, find simple. So that, you know, and that was our, our influencers last year. He was one of them. Uh, Matura from, from Malaysia was another of them. So different, so, so many different places, so many different thought processes. Uh, you know, I'm so excited to see what we have this year. I think we've got more influencers this year that are, that are coming into the influencer category. And one of the things we do with the influencer category, it's the one category, we do a little bit of sifting before we put it out uh -huh. to, to see, make sure that we think that these are legit, not doing bad stuff. Mm -hmm. But then we actually give it to the public to vote on. Oh. So that you tell us which one you like. Yeah, because they're influencers, right? I mean, That's their what audience, I, I think right? great That's is not fair. What That's their audience. Yep, totally fair, right? So we want, to, we want the audience to tell us which they think is good. Um, so that's the one category where we're doing that this year is just completely public vote. And that'll start as soon as we close for entry. So that's going to start in early April, the public voting there. That's fun. That's how we can all get involved as well. Well, Michael, you're on Money and yeah. Me. Uh, and so you, we're going to put some money questions to you now, if that's all right. Oh, please. Are you yeah, ready? Of course. When did you learn yeah. your first good financial habit? Really good financial habit. I probably didn't learn until I were. Oh, no. You know, I learned it straight out of college someone said to me two things and they're really the only two financial lessons i, I knew straight out of college uh, was always pay off your credit card never in full 
don't don't ignore that minimum line. It's paid off in full. And the second one was never spend more than a third of your your income on rent. Um, and that was that those that was just it. I mean, literally, that was all the financial literacy I think I had until I started working in finance. That was kind of keeping my you know nose just above water. Wow. Most important lesson on investing you've learned? Oh, that one's a, I'm, I'm sorry, but that's kind of a trick answer for me because that's, that's just, it's constant. I'm constantly learning. Yeah, that's um, not a real answer, Michael. That, well, that's the kind of answer because I know I have to keep learning. I'll never know it. And so I'm now prepared to constantly learn. So that's the most important thing I've learned is this never stops. I have to learn. And it's one of the things that, you know, we, when sort of talking to my, my younger analysts, when I've trained analysts, is this understanding that you've got to keep going. The speed with which you learn and you keep appreciating you need to keep learning is actually the key metric. And if you don't learn fast enough, the market will always learn and you'll get further and further away from you. And sorry to bring this back to the Myers. That's why this is so important. We've got to bring everyone up because otherwise finance is going to move further and further away from everyone. Don't worry. We, we see the Myers there in your ritzy background. Very nice backdrop, <laughs> by the way. I feel like I'm at, on the red carpet at the Oscars. And the Myers are going there in a minute, the right? We're going there soon. <laughs> They're the Oscars of money. I also need to ask you about, uh, yes, why is there so much jargon in the finance world, Michael Gilmore? Yeah, it's because we, we, we only use it to talk amongst ourselves. So, you know, it, you know we can't, some of these things mean lot, whole long sentences, right? And we'll just use that, you know, if I say whack or you know, something like that, I, I have to explain to someone who doesn't know what, you know, weighted average cost of capital. But, you know, between ourselves, we're, just, we, we're not going to say that every single time. And so these things just are, are a shorthand for us. It's a shame, that, you know, that then people from outside see them and don't really understand what they mean. But it, it, they're, they're simple terms for us, uh, and it's just shorthand. Uh, unfortunately, some people then sort of show off outside and use these, these terms, and then other people get confused. Uh, and this is where, you know, for me, I think it's so important to start with the fundamentals, start early, uh, and then you build that knowledge. And, and you'll, you know, anyone who starts early and builds knowledge, they start using these jargon, these jargon terms too because they don't want to say a long sentence where they could just say one word. All right, Michael, before we let you go, how can we submit our awards? Where can we find out more about the Mayas? So the best thing to do is my maiawards.org, so myawards.org. Uh, right at the top of the page, you're going to see a thing saying enter. Then there's another bu button down below saying enter, and that'll take you through the whole process. Uh, if you, I think, honestly, anyone listening to this that knows a good project, just get in touch with them and say, you know, the, the likelihood is it's free for them to enter. Uh, they could get great exposure. Everyone who's won one of these last year said it was just such good exposure, such a good process that they really, it changed what they do. So just tell people about it, myawards.org, uh, or, or find us on LinkedIn, any of these places. Uh, and yeah, just get involved because that's what we need to do. We need to grow this. Fantastic. Well, Great speaking to you as always. We've got a hot stop for the news coming up. Michael Gilmore, founder of the Money Awareness and Inclusion Awards. Thank you, Michael. A pleasure. Thank you so much, Michelle. Have a great day. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.